Welcome back. This is Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. We in the building. We got a bunch of sports, of course, playoffs, a little bit of football, a little bit of just current stuff that's going on right now. Y'all hear y'all hear the uh my man Mr. Vegas, you Kirking out how they how he, he went in the industry for still in the reggae uh still in the uh, dance hall and uh and then trying to rename it and all this other stuff. Did y'all see that? Uh-uh. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, man. He he he's on uh he's I guess he on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, just ranting about how like basically these big name artists take the uh the music that comes out of Jamaica, you know what I'm saying, the dance hall and the reggae, and then they steal it, put the little reggae beat behind the joint, and then just be like make it mainstream, but they won't give the credit to you know the Jamaican people who are really coming up with the original concepts and stuff like that. Like they're not putting them on. And if they go to the radio stations to try to play their music, the radio stations be like, we don't do dance hall, we don't do reggae. You know what I'm saying? But then if Justin Bieber drop a drop a single or, you know, Drake, he was basically using Drake as and he was playing like examples of the songs to like, re, you know, basically like substantiate his, his position. So he was like, OK, this is a, this is this is a reggae song right here. Boom. Then he would like play it the like Americanized version. And the jump would sound basically the same. Like they don't have the same syncopation and beat, but they'll just be saying something different on the jump. And he's like, where's our credit? Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't get no credit on the Joe. And but Joe was kind of crazy. Yeah, he went in on the Joe. But since y'all babbles don't listen to reggae or dance hall, so that's a that's a dud. <laughs> where's the bell? Uh, Bill Bill Cosby back. Bill Cosby back in the news. <laughs> This Bama can't leave. Allegedly. Alleged. Well, apparently they got the transcripts from the court. The court jump saying he he bammed out and was like he did. I guess it was some some girl that was like 17 at the time and he paid he paid her agent, you know, the backdoor move so that, you know, it wouldn't come out to his wife that he was messing around behind the scenes and stuff like that. And so, you know, of course, they're going to take the jump all the way up to the to the highest level and be like, you know, underage kids and all like that. I mean, I I, I think I'm sure the band was doing something. I mean, if this much smoke, dog, it got to be fired. But all I'm saying is that Elijah Wood, uh, uh, the other Bama came out talking about, you know, Hollywood and how all the pedophilia and the, and the, the top execs out of there. I ain't heard, I ain't heard nothing. I'm just saying, TMZ, they got Bill Cosby face on that jump once a week. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah. You know why. The Raptors end up tying a series. Let's go, champ! Two games to two. Let's go, is this, is this the new hope for the Raptors, Let's y'all? Go, champ! Is, is it a series right now? They just stretching the money out, that's all. That's it. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's the this the money stretch move. Yeah. That's all it is. And they they feel like they got a chance though. I mean, like how do you feel? You win. Yeah, exactly. How do you feel? <laughs> how I feel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, he can't. You already know. They could yeah. let him sweep him, young, because you already know that OKC and Golden State joint was not going to be a four-game series. So they had to, like, prolong this joint because the Eastern Conference joint was looking terrible after the first two games. So, so, they so had what you're saying like, is Stern put his hand in the back of the, uh, of the, oh the Ventriloquist doll joint. That's the thing, young. Like, I don't be messing with all the Sterns, all this talk that y'all be coming on here. Well, it's legal. Stern is a code word, Jeff. Read between the lines. (laughs) 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 Nah, I'm not going to. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as saying that, but it's just, to me, bottom line is this. Ain't nobody going to watch Toronto play in the finals except for the Toronto Raptors in Canada. That's about it. They're just the Canadians. Ain't nobody else want to see them play in the finals. Bottom line. I mean, by how, many, how many people they got in Canada? How many? Y'all know how many? Uh, I understand. It's, I understand. It's a whole, I understand. It's a big country. I understand. But the at NBA the end of, not, I don't really think they tripping, though. Like, I mean, because even, even if the fans weren't, like, in terms of business dollars, if the Raptors were to win, that's a whole country. That's also helping international ball even more, you know? Uh, and that's always what they've been about. So, I mean, ratings... 35, 35 million they, people. 35 million people? Yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of people. Some of them Bamas don't got TVs probably. When, yeah, probably about, probably about, probably about 12,000 support the team. Gonna, probably about half. Go ahead, go ahead. They be having the whole gym rocking in that joint. And, and, and uh, they be having the whole arena rocking. And and Jurassic Park be rocking outside the arena. Yeah, they be, I ain't they, they be showing love. For real, for real, if you, if you got down, if you broke it down, like... Uh, these are definitely four of the top uh, fan bases in the entire, uh, you know, NBA, and there's a couple more that I would throw in there because at all four of these places, like this, the arenas, be rocking. Like it sounds like you there when you watching on TV. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be quick to underestimate Toronto from the standpoint so, that you know a lot of people would be watching and then the NBA wouldn't be mad about it. The ratings would be down some for sure, but like overall I don't think that that joint would really hurt the NBA. It wouldn't be like LeBron versus neither Steph or LeBron versus Kevin Durant. It won't be I mean, LeBron versus anybody going to do numbers, though. It's okay, going to I mean, do we numbers. Already know that, we already know that and he already been to the finals five straight years, so um, of course, of course, they—they they, that's what, you know, they would love. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think that it would be the end of the world if Toronto... Uh, nah, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Get the upside, yeah. I don't see Toronto. I have a feeling they're not going to win another game. That Let's just put it out there. I just have that's a feeling. Boy, if you don't get... Yeah, that's really yeah, hot. I mean, I think, Unless... I think, I think, I think it's going to go seven. You know, I think, because they, because, I mean, with nothing, like, Cleveland haven't, still haven't run in Toronto all year. Including the playoffs, so I mean, I think they win in Cleveland, and then they then they they go back to Air Canada or whatever they're calling it now, and then they win, and Toronto win, and you got the Game Seven in Cleveland. I think that's what this joint turned into after they lost both of those home games. I mean, uh, road games, Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about Kyrie and Kevin Love right now. They're they're kind of. More, more Kevin Love because he said his knees kind of shaky. No, oh, the Bama, young, these Bamas is so soft. It just makes me so angry. Nah, like when that, these Bamas lose, they just start. Uh, my knee, I Bama hit my nah, knee, and he, my knee wasn't. He, he had already, 
He but he had got hurt in that game and, and he didn't get back in because of the injury. He got back. Dog, the Bama slummed in the game. Knocking down Jays. Yeah, he was already slumming. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he. he that's what I'm saying. One in the fourth ain't have nothing to do with the injury. Dog, but I'm just saying when Bama be slumming, when the Bama be slumming, it's so convenient. My knee, my knee, my ankle. My elbow, my shoulder was bothering me. Like, nah, dog, you was you was breaking. Big fella, get off the court now. Then you throw air balls, big fella. I, mean, I, I guess, dog. I mean, like he was, he was still playing prior. He was still playing prior to that. Like you still gonna play? He just was slumming. And then we saw when the joint happened. Now, like I said, I think he could have come back. Like if if he if he was playing well, but he wasn't doing that. So it was no need for Lou to bring him back when Chan and Fry was the one that put you back when he was canning three after three in that third quarter. Yeah, Chan and Chan and Fry stepped up big, but I, I just, the, to me, it just sounds like the pre-apologizing and excuses. You know, every time something don't go their way, Bama start, yeah, uh, my shoulder, uh, you know, Bama, we banged knees in the third, and after that, you know, I was just trying to get my legs. Like, no, dog, no, I don't want to hit. Like, uh, Valen Valentunes coming back next week or in, in the next game. Y'all think that's going that's going to have any impact on the uh, on the series? Most definitely, because he's another big that can actually score. And uh, Cleveland doesn't really have any bigs that can score. All their bigs are little, and they all shooters, but they can't handle somebody like him down in the post. So I think that would definitely help them out if they get him. Not to mention, <laughs> they're gonna need his scoring because Kyle Lowry, bro, he he played 44 minutes last night. He can't do that for the whole series. He going at some point he going to get gassed out. That's almost hey, the whole it's game. Only, it's only 3 it's only 3 uh games left. And Brown played 46. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it, it is what it is. You know, if you got to go, you got to go. You know, you you yeah. think about think about that all that in the off season. <laughs> word, word about being tired. Word, word on the street, Bismarck Biombo about to get a check. Because oh, yeah. of how he been playing out that jump. Yeah. Did y'all see the block he had on, on LeBron? They called the Phantom Foul on the jump? Yeah, he's, he's, bro, he's doing the Kembe impressions and everything with the finger wave. <laughs> <laughs> I seen the finger wave. I'm like, hold on, yeah. bro. I mean, but. He just threw your shot to hell, man. This might be your last cash grab because ain't nobody going to pay uh, all that much money for a Batman to just grab reboys and block shots. Like, I disagree. I mean, they I, w- yeah, they will. You just got to be consistent. Like, yeah. that's the thing, man. Everybody nowadays don't want to play like their role, dog. You can make $100 million just rebounding and blocking shots if you do that night in and night out. You don't right. have to be scoring 25, 30 a game. So I don't understand why players just don't understand that, filling their role. And they could You saying bring that. back Dennis Rodman. I mean, yeah, like players. That, type, that, that style like of that. play. Yeah, like players mm-hmm. that play like that just every night. And if you average, like, 15 boards, 13 boards, and like five blocks and like seven points. Like, that a team gonna need that. So, if you do that every night, you're gonna make 80 to 100 million. You don't even gotta worry about it. So, like, I mean, if, if Biombo can do that on the road too, like, cause he, he was non existent in Cleveland in the first two games, and then he was like a new person in Toronto. So, that, and that's usually the problem with the role players. Like, they don't show up on the road, you know, they only usually show up at home. So, um, yeah, that's that's the thing. And Biombo, the thing about him versus Valentunas, he's a better defender. But, of course, offensively, Valentunas 
it's like night and day. Biombo don't have no offensive game. Yeah, he, he plays defense score. and rebound. Yeah, yeah. Biombo, Biombo, block shot. That's about it. I mean, that bad man. He might. He might. I mean, he. Dog, he he be out on the wing too. Like, did you see that one play where he got switched on Irvin? And Irvin was trying to give him the work, but he couldn't really like get by him. So he had to shuttle for the jumper, and he missed that joint. I don't know if you saw that. Like, he he was moving his feet well out there on the wing. Biabo like one of them players. Like, if he get his confidence up, then he like play leaps and bounds better than he really is. Like, I feel like in these last couple games because of how like the energy he brings and how you know people are like kind of like paying attention to his play he's kind of like moved into that role more because when the series like before this this series but in in the first series when it was playing he was doing stuff but he didn't like like right now it feels like he got a swag like you know what i'm saying the way he playing he playing with energy batman went up and dog I don't know who anybody trying like really like block LeBron at the rim. Like most Batmans just get out the way. Like it's like if you see LeBron about the dunk. First of all, the jump was a oop, so you already at a disadvantage because the Batman was in the air when you decided to like jump and try to contest the shot. He could have easily ended up on a poster, dog, easily. And I, young, the Batman just blocked the jump. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I think that just gives him more. Like confidence to go out, you know what I'm saying, and do more stuff. Cause he's like, yeah, I'm blocking LeBron. Like he know he ain't dunking on me. And to to the team, like that's a that's a boost for your teammates to know that they got a guy behind him that can actually defend the rim. So, I mean, I we know his league orders in place, and you know, Stern will will show up at the game and sit front row to make sure that all goes as planned. <laughs> but, but. You know, if if Kyle Lowry, if Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, and uh, what do you call it, and Demar Derozan can can continue to put up thirty points in the games, they got a chance, though. They definitely got a chance. I mean, Kyle Lowry has been on fire this last two games. He's been cooking with gas, like you know what I'm saying. You just put a pot on the on the on the court and just let him fry, dog, because he was going to work. Um, Kyle. Kyrie don't play no defense like that. He been nah, slumming his, defensively. His, his defense slummed last night, big time. That Bama was non-existent on defense. I'm like, young, your man scoring all the points. Like, some, at some point, you got to take pride in it. I guess, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like D. Kyrie Irving, he never did really play D. I know, I know Bama's going to be mad, especially on the chat, how I'm going in on Kyrie. But the Bama's all offense, though. But one of the best offensive scorers in the league. But defensively, dog, Kyle Lowry's not that even that great of a shooter to be to be frying like he frying, dog. I feel like oh, you just get a hand in his face or you just disrupt, disrupt him. <laughs> Young, right now this Bama shooting real comfortable out there. But he got a nice, he got a nice kind of like turnaround, like a nice little turnaround like fadeaway shot that works real well for getting separation and getting the shot off. He does that thing consistently from mid range. He ain't the best like three point shooter, but he got a good fadeaway. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I'm not I mean, saying that they can't not, score. They not really, they not really a three point shooting team in general. Like DeRozan don't even shoot no threes. Nope. He be cooking with that mid range when he get going, and he been he been frying this series. It's like he he discovered, um, you know, him though, and Laurie obviously the last two games. 
So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's like uh, you yeah, say, like when they have that lineup in, when they have the lineup in with Kyrie Irving and J.R. Smith, they struggle defensively because neither one of them Bamas is going to really stop you. And so that's the that's the problem that they that they get into when you you talk about them facing off against one of them Western Conference teams because you 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 see what's going on with Toronto. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Lowry right now, his icon blinking right now. This Bama got the fire around, sitting around his icon right now because everything he put up seemed like it going to basket. So when they go back to uh, Cleveland, I mean, like you said, young, I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, Stern sitting there right there behind a, a Cavaliers bench. <laughs> 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 point that referees just so they can see him, dog. Just so they can see him, young. That's all. That's all. That's all. So, so the uh, the other series. So we got the other series. We got the the uh, what is Thunder it? First is OKC. OKC and the Warriors. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate you. They playing up against each other. Draymond get Green doing gal kicks in the game. Is that frustration or or was he he really trying to go over the rebound? Like, cause the Bama, like his leg got up pretty high. It wasn't. Was it intentional, Jeff? It, it, it wasn't the rebound. It was you know the offensive foul, like the flailing joint. No, I don't, I don't think it was intentional. I mean, like if you wanted to suspend him because um, just where he uh, you know where he landed. Then, then that's one thing. But as far as that, it was intentional. It wasn't intentional. I mean, we've seen, we've seen that a ton in the NBA. I remember Kobe actually got suspended on the when he followed on the follow through. I think he broke was it Bowen or Ginobili nose? It was one of them on the follow through from the flailing. So I mean, I don't think he intentionally did it. Um, so, but it is what it is. A lot of players do that. That that leg kick kick what? out to try to draw the foul or exaggerate the foul. This the thing. Well, though. What do you think, Where? Like, that's not a natural shooting motion for your leg to fly up the way his flew up. The second thing, it wasn't on the initial, like, when you go up to shoot. He got fouled, and then he went up and kicked the second motion. It just, it didn't make sense. He did that intention. It looked blatantly intentional to me. And then the dude is a seven-footer, and you're only, like, six seven, six eight. To kick a dude in the nuts that's that much taller than you, you have to be trying to kick them in the nuts, because that's higher than your leg naturally that's just, goes. That's just, that's just not true. I mean, they, they, they had a whole clip. <laughs> they, had a whole, they had a whole clip today together that they put together on Draymond Green kicking up far before that. He just never actually uh, hit anybody before. So, you know, it's not the first time. And all of that factored into the reason as well as, you know, they wanted to give the best product, but the, why he didn't get suspended. And he doesn't but have that, to but they, I didn't say but the first time. I said it's not natural. Yeah, but I'm just saying he does it all the time. So it's an unnatural move that he does. He does, and a lot of players do. They showed the clip where Russell Westbrook he got the foul call because he kicked out, and Draymond Green like he made contact on the three because Russell uh, Westbrook was kicking out his legs. My point is, a lot of players do that kick out to try to draw the foul or ex- exaggerate to get the foul call. So well, this is, I, this I'm is not my thing. It's natural. I'm saying it's done all the time. This is my only thing with the whole kick jump. If if the gym would have happened and it was tied up 38-38 up, I'd have been like, all right, you know what I'm saying? That's a little reckless. But they get mud hole, and this Batman does the little kick and he kicks him in the groin. And 
the jump looked real awkward and it looked intentional just from my perception. I don't know if it was or if it wasn't. I mean, you only have the only only God knows can look into the man's heart and see what he was trying to do. But he looked frustrated and the kick looked intentional from my, my vantage point. Uh, now, should he should he have been suspended for that? I mean, you you just brought up Kobe got suspended for something breaking I mean, Ginobili nose. I guess that put a player out. What do you think, D? I mean, the thing is, is this is simply this that to me, the reason why he wasn't suspended is because he's Draymond Green. Now, if this was, uh, you know, Virgil or Maurice Spates or one of them Bamas, the suspension would have came quick. It wouldn't have been no hesitation. But I think because of Draymond Green. They try to look at it in a different light and try to say, well, he maybe he always kicks his leg out. But when I saw those same clips you're talking about, Jeff, he was doing that as he was going to the rim, like laying the ball up, at, you know, as he's getting same, hit. D, he was at the rim. He's going no, no, what, the rim. And no, what I'm, what I'm, is raking over his no, arm. That's a but I'm, what I'm saying is, but hold on, what I'm saying is, it was like during the motion of going to the shot. What he did was he actually lost the ball, then he crane kicked the bam in the nuts. After, yeah. right. It was and, two separate motions. Yeah, and but then, and that, then yeah. Him, lo- him losing the ball and players accentuating fouls after the ball is no longer in their possession, that's nothing new. But I mean, yeah, y'all are true. acting like you've never no, no, seen that play happen. No, I, it happens I understand. all the time. No, you're right. But what I'm saying is it wasn't typically when you see it, it happens almost immediately after the ball is lost. It was a good, like, couple of moments before the crane kick came out and then the thing is when I look at the game he had one of his worst games I've ever seen him play like he was one for nine he didn't shoot well he wasn't rebounding he was playing horrible defense his team was getting mud hole so to me it looked like frustration in my opinion all the factors that's 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 what I'm saying it looked like a duck crack like a duck and come on Nintendo it's a duck I don't envy guards mate they quick little quick little monkeys those guys yeah, okay. So he would be so he would be convicted guilty in a court of law with no with the evidence not backing that. I'm just saying the thing is the thing is you if you can't definitively say that that's what he was trying to do, it's too many instances where, you know, like those type of plays happen. But you, but you can say that about a lot of plays though. You can say that Jeff, you can say that about a lot of plays and you can't definitively and Bama's end up on the on suspension list just yeah. just cause off a of GP just because of no, perception, of not all, even because. Of, I mean, first of all, it's two things. One, uh, like it should always take more in the playoffs to get you suspended than it takes in the regular season. Ah. Number two, number two, like in this life that we live in, the reality of it is <laughs> that people, you know what I mean, that have certain abilities get special treatment over people that don't. That's a fact. So why people crying left and right? Like that's not. So why did it? Okay, no, so say that instead of trying to. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to say. I don't, I don't care what they say. That's on the NBA. We all. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, this this kind of transitions into I, I my next my next point, and you since since this is what you said, Jeff. We're going to ask you first, and you can you can defend it. So, uh, Dave Carmichael, the, the the Sacramento Kings coach, came out. And he basically tweeted, he says, the tweet said, obsessed with winning and losing your mind when things don't go your way. In Sacramento, you're a cancer. In Oakland, you're a heart and soul. Is there any truth to this? Like, is there any truth to that? Because DeMarcus Cousins came out and said facts. 
to that tweet by, yeah, by his coach. And I know that's his coach that and everything Cousins. like that. But, but if it was DeMarcus game. Cousins, yeah. how, would he be suspended, Jeff, for that for that move, that wailing and flailing? The thing what, it ha- what has to be looked at is it has to be looked at in terms of the history of those particular incidents. I can't I can't say somebody's going to get suspended because they talk and get technical fouls. That has nothing to do with you having a history of, you know, like doing kind of suspect type moves or cheap shots. The reason J.R. Smith got suspended last year for that hit on Crowder, because he had done that before. He had done that with the Knicks. He has a history of those type of movements. But in, in, in those type of plays, if you don't have that was Draymond first. Like everybody's talking about this this first one where he went up on a regular layup when Adams just said I have it. That was a regular play. Like so that shouldn't even be counted. Nah, that one was that he got hit. Yeah, that was yeah, right. So that's what I'm saying. So this technically is the first time Draymond Green has had any history of that. So I'm saying those should be factored in. If you have a history of these type of plays, then it's going to be punished accordingly. So let me ask you this question real quick, Jeff. Let me ask you this question. So do you believe that if there was another player, say it was a bench player that did the same move, and none of these guys on the bench have a history of kicking dudes in the nuts, and no one really does, but do you believe that they would have still not been suspended? Say it was... These nuts? (laughs) Got him! Got him! I don't know. Say it was Sean Livingston that did it. Or Barbosa, Azili, 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 or Maurice or, or Verjao. Do you believe that they would have not got suspended for a move like that? Verjao would have got suspended. All they don't have it. What do you believe? See, I mean, I mean, all, I mean, but I, I mean, I think I already made that with the last point that we had moved in, and that's a, it's irrelevant because, like I said, the bottom line is players that are better are always going to get treated a certain way versus okay. players that don't have a right. caliber. And that's across all walks of life and all industries. Okay, that's I all I want to hear. So I, I'd rather you say that than saying it wasn't possibly on purpose. Like, I, I could take that. I, mean, I, I, I personally, I, but those are two different things. Like, you're saying whether I think that he did it on purpose versus whether he would get suspended if that was the question. That was the initial question. Was well, the, it kind of ties in together because you're you're, you're going to his character and in, in his history of whether or not he should get suspended for a move like that. And basically, you're saying, hey, because I mean, of his history, I, I, I per- what I'm saying, I personally think that it should be viewed the same way with with every with any player. So if that was Verzal and he didn't have a history of that, I don't think he should have got suspended. I think it should have been the fine. And, you know, that's that, you know. But if you're a player that has the history, you're J.R. Smith, then you get suspended because you have a history of that. But does that mean that that's what the league would have done? No, I don't know that. We don't know that. I don't think that. I think they probably would have suspended Verizal. But I'm saying I think that it should have been looked at the same way as if it was Verizal versus if it was Draymond. If you don't have any history of that and you can't say that they definitively did that, then why should you miss a game? Especially in the playoffs, why couldn't they? If they did want to suspend somebody in the play, why, uh, why couldn't they say this will suspension will be um, in place next year? Why do you have to suspend them right away in in the playoffs when that's your big money maker? Everybody wants to see the best players on the court. And the I mean, the full strength. So my only thing, that's my only that's why he's playing. 
That's why you're not suspending them because you need your. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you, saying even Stern got that rule in general. It should be like the suspension should be towards the next season, not in the. You can't do that. You can't. Not, you can't do that because because yeah, you, you open it's yourself. Done, it's done. It's done in other sports unless the unless it's something out uh, outrageous or egregious like you were but like your young well, yeah. What sport is that that they do like it for that. next season instead of the playoffs? Hockey, hockey. They they'll have time. You're talking about white boys. No, they not about the last. Like y'all black boys. Stupid, it's another back, hold on, hold on, Jeff, 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 Jeff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pump the break, pump the break. Mavis was getting suspended in hockey playoff games too, Jeff. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, For dirty, for dirty plays, for dirty plays. Like it's all based upon how the play is or what the what the joint's about. My thing is, I'm saying if if the joint is so egregious. You know what I mean? Like a Bama punch them, and like it's just noticeable, or y'all reckon, then obviously I can see why you're gonna get suspended, like right then and there. But I, you know, other stuff, like if you get the certain amount of the text or this and that and the third, like they could hold that joint off to the next season if they. He has to. he has five technical fouls already, so I mean he's getting the text. But let me ask you this question though: So do you believe that this is his one freebie? The next time yeah, he does oh yeah, anything he's gonna, remotely dirty, he's, he's gonna, gonna get. Get Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get suspended next time. There's no okay. questions about that. Okay. So let's let's talk about let's talk about the team. Okay, we got the dirty dirtball bam out the way. He done. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. He he free. Stern gave him a pass. He got the Stern got to call eleven fifty nine. He said, "Yeah, nah, we ain't gonna mess the money up. Let's that keep one, moving." That, that wasn't Stern because Stern cost the Knicks a championship. He almost suspended that whole that, roster. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He probably he probably cost Phoenix too. You know? Yeah, he cost Phoenix. You're right. Those, You're right about that. The two, the two yep. big joints. That yeah, Phoenix joint too. Yep. Yeah. So go ahead, Harold. Yeah. So so the, it, are the are the are the Warriors in trouble, yeah? Are they in trouble? I mean, granted, we were talking about like Draymond Green. If Draymond Green wasn't there, that's an automatic L. Period. You can just log it in. But Draymond Green, he escaped, escaped the guillotine. Do they are they in trouble? Like tonight, they play like it, I mean, here's if the they thing. lose tonight, it's over. Here's the thing. Of course their their backs are against the wall, and you know what I mean? It's not looking good. But if they win this game, then you know, then it's basically they just took they just took a game back from the ones that you know the Thunder took from them. So obviously it all comes down to this game, and you know they they obviously were here twice last year. Neither team is of the caliber of OKC, so this is clearly their toughest test, um, and in this two-year run. So I mean, we we definitely gonna see what what they're made of and the whole team has to come to play because some of those bench guys, they haven't really done anything other, you know, had the one good game, obviously, where they blew up OKC, but even in the even in the game one, like, the bench was like, it was like, ah. Uh, yeah, you know, it was. Um, so, yeah, so, like, nobody has really played well for Golden State in this series other than Steph, Steph or whatever. Or you know, Clay Thompson, Cook. Clay Thompson. Nah, was- I mean, he, nah, he had that one, like, ever since through the first three quarters of game one, like look at his numbers over the next the next two games, and he was the reason why you know I said that they you know because Curry's gonna do it's just like LeBron like Curry they're they're gonna do what they're gonna do it's relying upon teammates to 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 play up to the caliber that you expect them to and like Clay has to be better and so does Draymond but because if, if they don't come to play you know then then it won't even matter but I mean they definitely in trouble from a standpoint that their backs are against the wall and if they 
if they lose tonight, it won't be impossible for them to come back. But I mean, I don't got it happening. If they yeah, everyone. Yeah, I think this is definitely the the swing game. Like this is definitely the game that this is what I call Super Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. If this, if, if if OKC somehow wins this game, the series is over. But I believe if OKC loses this game, I think the momentum at that point goes back into the favor of Golden State. So, and being that Golden State has been in this place before, I think it's more important for OKC to win this game tonight. Unlike, even though they seem to have the momentum right now in their favor, I just still feel like Golden State's been there, done that. They won the chip. They know how to win these tough games, even being down in the series. OKC has yet to prove that. And they're showing, hey, we ran through the Spurs and we're going we're gonna to try to do the same thing with Golden State. And if they win tonight, series is done. That's just my, I mean, so that's how. If, I, I, if, I, if I'm the coach of OKC, I'm telling these Babs, you can't eat dinner unless y'all win this game. <laughs> y'all Babs got to walk home. Nobody allowed to drive to the stadium. We're going to have to walk home to the hotel, whatever, if y'all don't win. Like, what? they need to be desperate. Yeah. Like, Bro, what are you talking about, like, man? I, I don't even know what you tell your players to motivate them. You just show them the old Buffalo Bills jumps when they lost four championships in a row or whatever. You got to dig deep so that they come out this jump cooking. Like Durant got to like not get a shape up, don't get a haircut, nothing. Just go out with the BDBs, with the, <laughs> the Lapisha on top of your wig, and just and just go out that jump with no – don't brush your wig, nothing. Let the bees nap up and just go out there and fry <laughs> That's it, dog. That's he it. Already, that's already too late, man, because he already had that. The, the, <laughs> the Bosley head transplant. They got stuff for that now. They got, they got the, uh, the, you can get the extensions. They got the male extension jumps you can How get. You react to that. Hold up. He's an idiot. Don't listen to, sh- he's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. You know, uh, he's an idiot. Get your wig piece right <laughs> now. Oh, yeah, it's man. 2016. I, man, I love Kevin Durant, man. Yeah, nah, but I mean, they definitely gonna, they definitely gonna have to come out ready to rock and roll because we already know, like OKC, they haven't, they haven't played no games uh, when it came to Game Six closing out the Spurs. Obviously, how they came out in Game Three at home and that crowd was ready. So um, we definitely gonna see. I mean, Golden State still through 94 games this year haven't lost back to back games so um, this would be the wrong time to do it so uh, like I said we we gonna see what all them guys are made of we gonna Harold Harold be wanting to talk reckless you know saying Curry MJ and this and that we know what MJ would have done in this situation that's crazy oh yeah that's that's that's, so (laughs) so we gonna see and you know I love Curry you be way reckless yeah that's crazy talk talk. or whatever so we gonna see what he gonna do it ain't gonna all be on him of course but is he gonna put in his thirty plus, like to stamp that? Yo, I'm I'm here, ready to go. Like y'all follow my lead. He got to though. He got out. to. He got to. Out, this yeah. is what this is. This is what the greats are made of, young. They they just step up, dog. Aaron, what you think? I mean, about this game tonight. You know what I thought? Two, uh, two games yeah. ago, three games ago. Yeah, you did call it. You were the, you were the one going for OKC all the way. And the thing about it is, they're not even having to use the bigs like to play big they're playing with a small lineup and still whooping them so I mean they just did that last game they have been playing they have been playing they 40 them though with the they 40 them the 40 piece they was they was already down like they was already getting smoked and then they just ran it out and then if you watch the game 
like Golden State was icy cold. It was like that stretch where they obviously lost in the fourth quarter when Clay and uh, Steph went one for ten in game one down the stretch of that fourth and jacking quick shots. And when they when they shoot them quick shots and they off, that plays right into the hands of OKC because they take yeah. that bad boy off the glass and get the rocking and rolling on that break. So they got to play with poise and not jack them quick shots just because they get behind. But, I mean, they missed a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. I, I, the game will be close. It's going to be a nail-biter. But we're going to see what, what happened. We're going to see what happened, like I said. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a burner. I, I can't wait to see it, man. I know, I know my boy gonna show up, young. I know my boy gonna show up, Steph Curry. I got the, I got the three threes queued up for him on the, on the, on the, on the playback for next episode, dog. Already, I got it queued up for him. No, yeah, you need to be worried. About, like I said, be worried about what the rest of the players gonna do. That's, that's what any Golden State fan need to worry about. Whoever them guys is gonna show up. Yeah, man. But you know, Steph, he can hit sixty-three and just keep it moving, and they get a W. Like you know, yeah. he he that he that good. Uh, uh, he ain't hit sixty. He done it before, though. He I hit sixty-three him. before. Not in the NBA. That has not done that in the NBA. Yeah, he ain't hit sixty-three. Yes, sir. No, but he had like he, he had fifty something the other night. Oh, 46, my bad. He had for, nah, he had forty six, my bad. That, 63, 46, that, was, yeah. that was a long time ago. I mean the thing the thing really that uh that's hurting Golden State and you could see it, like to me they haven't really played that well all playoffs. And it's because Steph was in and out of the lineup. He missed only three games of eighty two all year and you got in that groove of that, of that rhythm with him. So like they already weren't playing that well. Like to me, um, and you know, and then when you put him back in the lineup and you're trying to get a go- groove going in, and OKC, them bad boys, they rocked and locked and loaded. And how they finished off the Spurs with, you know, help by the officials or whatever, um, you know, they, they they primed and ready to go. And we all know KD, this the big year, like, well, what he gonna do? So they gonna leave it all on the court. And so. Um, yeah, like like that's another thing that's kind of hurt Golden State not having that groove of playing in the playoffs of that stretch um, together again. But you know, it is what it is. They they've they've had a lot of games, and we gonna see what happened tonight. We so I got see. a question. So being that they went on that early run to kind of get on pace to win uh, seventy three games, do you think that's a factor in what's going on with them now? Because when you lose your legs and get tired, the first thing that goes nah. before the injuries is your shot, your jump shot. For air balls, big fella, who you shooting to, Jesus? That's the first thing I mean, go. Go like, like, personally, I personally, I don't think so. I mean, like I said, I think it's more of the fact that, like I said, Steph Curry missed five, six games right in the middle of the playoffs, and players' roles got switched out of wax. And, like, like Livingston, like, ever since he's went back to the bench, he ain't really done too much. So, like, you know, he's normally coming off. He had fried all year in that role coming off the bench. And I think just with him, Steph, like I said, going out of the lineup in the playoffs kind of threw off their groove a little bit. And Clay was cooking before Steph came back. And like I said, in game one, he was fine, and he have not done nothing since. So I just think it's a matter of, you know, uh, playing together and then obviously OKC being that good. So uh, more so than them going for the 73 wins. That's that's what yeah, I'm So you're saying, you saying it is. It was breaking the cohesion, the cohesion, the loss in the cohesion right. messed messed up their they, they, they chemistry right. and kind of set them back. Think about it. Think about it. They came out ready to go locked and loaded in that game uh, game one against Houston. Steph was cooking, 
And then, then that injury happened at, I think it was like halftime or something. Like that. Then he missed that whole second half. And then he missed like, what, two games. Then he come back and then the halftime slipped. Then he missed, what, three, another three or four games or whatever. So I think that kind of has thrown off their cohesion of playing together, the ball movement and all of that, more so than, like I said, them going for the 73 wins. I, I think too. I mean, this is what I thought even before the series started, and I was still, I'm still split like fifty fifty. I don't know who's gonna win it, but I felt like OKC's bigs were gonna be a problem for Golden State because they weren't your typical bigs in the sense that they always can run small with Draymond, and because Draymond who he is, they they get away with it because he can shoot the three, he can rebound, he can play defense. The problem is he's going up against guys now that are actually bigs, like seven-footers that can, you know what I'm saying, out-rebound him, play better defense. So he can't – it's hard for him to score. But, and, even, oh, but that's – yeah, but and, I'm, and I'm with you. And I'm going to say that's why it's more incumbent to him to knock down that jumper, which he yeah. hasn't done. Yeah, and, the, and that's the thing. And the thing is, is that when you got a guy like Steven Adams and Abaka, you got two bigs that can actually run. And that's your typical bigs that got to sit in the paint and kind of guard the paint. They can actually run down the the, the forwards and the guards as well yeah, as switch on the right and exactly. And then when they bring in Cantor, they get the defense. And when I look at the rebounding, they don't have anybody in this series with even twenty rebounds in three games. I mean, Draymond is supposed to be their best rebounder, and he only has he only has seventeen in three. Girl, games. Laugh me out three shows ago when I said and, that, and that and to me that's telling. Well. I did. Yeah. I did y'all laugh, y'all. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was me. It was me. What did laugh you up? What exactly was it, Aaron? About Draymond not being able to be effective against the seven footers and not being able to rebound and get shots in the post. Yeah, I mean the rebound in the post, yeah, but I mean he gotta hit down he gotta knock down rather more of them jumpers and he all season and the off season he need to that's what he need to be working on, like consider because because when he's knocking that down, that's what make them toughen. Right, Obviously, exactly. They won them games on the regular season, but when he, like you like you said, D, when he's not making those, and then he got to do all the other stuff, and they already got that the, the size advantage on them, and they're athletic too. So it's not like they uh, and them and them boys bang, and they got heart. It's not like you know, like Aldridge. You know, everybody question like, okay, like he's not quite. He still look like he in Portland, like he ain't ready for the right, prime he, time. Right. That's how Draymond, but like Adams and Ibaka and them, like they've been there. You got to think, like uh, they've been in four out of the last six Western Conference Finals that Thunder have been. And the only two times they didn't make it was when KD was out and then when Russ was out. So right. every time them guys have been healthy, they made it at least to the Western Conference Finals in the, uh, over the last, you know, like I said, four out of the last six years. So, yeah, Draymond I mean, got to step up, man. And he that's gotta, the problem. He got to step up. I mean, look, Bogut only has 14 rebounds. Yeah, he not uh, doing that. Exili only has nine. That's in three games. This is ridiculous numbers to me because it, it shows that they're just getting, number one, I, I see a lot of second chance points. Like Cantor, is not a, he's not a good, he's not the best defender. But when I watch Cantor, he'll go for that offensive rebound and, and try to get the put back. And he can score. So it's like they don't really have an answer for any of their bigs. That's another one who's not doing that. I was going to say the, the big thing, too, is like I said, they just haven't really shot the ball really well. So that's the one thing that counters uh, when Oklahoma City can get them second uh, right. second chance points. Because this Oklahoma City uh, Thunder team had one of the best rebounding margins over the, like, the last, I think, 30, 40 years. Like, that's how much they dominated this year 
in terms of rebounding, out rebounding their opponent. So um, usually, like I say, if Golden State's hitting those threes and, and and knocking them down like that, that takes away the fact that if they are they get some second chance points here and there, and so them not making them, yeah, that's that's an issue. Right. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a key, a, a dude that's doing his job. He ain't doing a whole lot, but he's doing his job. Andre uh, Robeson. When he over for that three, cause they, they treat him like self check right now on that yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> the Mavericks been knocking down his trade. Last game, yeah, last. He been hitting that job, bro. But you know, you know when a blowout get to going, everybody be making everything. But he was yeah. hitting him before like, the blowout. He's been hitting them kind of. Nah, deep. yeah, he been he been pretty consistent. Nah, I mean it was game six. The game, the games they won. The games they won. The games they won in this series, I've seen Robeson knock down open jumpers, though. I mean, like open nah, threes. I mean, they, I mean nah, he, ain't, he ain't scoring like, 40. Game but, six, but it, game six, he hooped in the Spurs jump. That was his best game of his career. And then this game, game three, back at home. Yeah, them, I mean, like, them the jumps he hit, like most of all them threes y'all talking about. Yeah, he, I mean, he's so, doing what he needs to do. He's hitting the open shot he like is, he's supposed nah, to. Because they're treating him like self chat. Like, so, and he yeah, defending, so, yeah. too. And he defending. And that keeps he him going, on the floor. Because when he doesn't make shots, they sometimes feel like they have to take him out, even with his defense, to get somebody else in because he's basically self-checked, like you were saying. Yeah. All he has to do is hit two or three in a game for him to be able to stay on the floor and force his defender to play defense instead of doubling or helping somebody else. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man. it's going to be tough, man. KD, KD playing at another level. Yes, right he now. is. Yes, before right. the foot, before the foot injury, was MVP. This is the Katie that's playing right now. The MVP. Nigga, when my name come up, respect. Speaking about injuries, the NFL, these Bama's done. Tried to pull out money that uh, from the uh, from the donations that, that that was looking into relationship between the CTE and the football and stuff. You know, you seen what was the movie with Will Smith in the jail? I'm saying the truth. Tell the truth. Concussion. Truth. Yeah, it's just concussion all over again, and it just exposes <laughs> Roger Goodell and how they just try to like just panhandle money between the, the league and the doctors and try to strong arm the doctors with money and getting the conclusion that they want. But bump all that. Question is, are you letting your children play football? Because I'm not, though. I'm not letting my kids play football. Uh, if my if my child was vicious at football, he I let him play. But I would also instill in him that he can't just be about football. See, the problem is, what I look at is a lot of football players, all they know is football. Like they, they, you know, they, some of, a lot of them came from, you know, not the most richest families. They get into the league, they make a million dollars and how they make their living is through football. And that's all they know. And there isn't like a plan B to that. So the guys you see like retiring at 27, 29 years old, these guys already got their plan B. These guys got their degrees and everything. They got something else to do besides outside of football. A lot of guys, they got to play until your your brain is scrambled eggs. You know what I'm saying? And then and then at that point, it's a problem. But look but at yeah, but you retiring a lot earlier than what they used to. They, oh, they, but you got you got to think. I'm sorry, cut you off. Go ahead, Andy. No, I, I'm just saying a lot of players now are retiring a lot earlier than when they used to. And I'm just saying that to me, when you go into the league, you know what it's going to be about. You're going to get your head hit. So you just got to be mindful that you can't do that for 10 years. Because at the end of the day, it's going to, you're going to end up, you know, maybe in a wheelchair or something. Because you just you got that CTE. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And it, 
they underreporting the Jones. That's one thing that's just so alarming to me. Like they won't even come out and tell the Bamas all that could really happen and all that really happens with the players and the whole, you know, whole situation. You gotta think about these kids. When they start out, they start in little league football. Cause that's when you gotta start. Like you gotta start in the little league football. You taking that head head on head trauma, boom, banging helmets, banging helmets. Yeah. And like then my thing is uh, I, I was just gonna say real quick, Harold, like two things, man. One, I was about to I, say, man, I wasn't finished. <laughs> my, my bad, my, my bad, dog. I just wanted to, cause y'all, y'all had job been rapping like since we got on the topic. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. Then I was gonna, then I was gonna fade to black. I need your footballs, y'all think. But go ahead, dog. You got it. Hey. Nah, I, I, I just gonna say that you know you had the kids. They started at a young age. They banging helmets. You know what I'm saying? They do that all the way through middle school, then high school. You know, it ain't like the parents out there telling their kids, oh, yeah, uh, make sure when you tackle that you just you be safe and don't, you know what I'm saying? No, they telling the, the kids, they telling their parents, the parents telling the kids, hey, crush him, sp- split his wig open. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they know, like, that's how they be. Go out, guard the Silver Hill Boys and Girls Club, watch one of them football games and see how many wigs get split. Kids, they they they're they're getting they're having concussions all the time or getting concussion symptoms and don't even realize it. And then they're doing this all the way up into adulthood. You know what I'm saying? And it only gets more aggressive as they get older. And they're not trying to protect the players. Yeah, I don't care what they say. They put all these rules in place talking about you know we trying to protect the players. No, no, they not. Because when somebody gets crushed, that'd be the first highlight they put on ESPN. The first highlight they put on NFL Network. Like, you know what I'm saying? The junk that have a Bama limp on the field, go to sleep. Like, that's that's what they show. So, I don't know. Go ahead, Jeff. What you was going to say? Nah, I mean, I, the reason the reason why I came and when I did, because I was just going to comment on your first part about, you know, the, I think that they should, like, the kids should play flag football up to, before, like, you know, like a teenage age, like maybe like 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there before you start, you know, playing with pads. And then, like you said, Everybody should definitely know because, like, like that's the thing. Even with obviously with cigarettes, like they had that Surgeon General's warning on, because people are gonna do it regardless. So they should at least know all the fact. This is what you're getting into, and you know, so that takes it off us. So the fact that the NFL would, you know, be hiding that information as if it's gonna stop people from playing, like. I don't even understand why you would even put put yourself in that position to potentially lose all that money in a lawsuit. I know all them they're billionaires and it's probably the most money come when they when them owners get together, it's probably the most combined money you'll ever see in one room. <laughs> I get that and they, they and they try to save it and that's part of the reason they have so much. But like to put put yourself in your league, you know, in that position to to potentially come out with all of that money in lawsuits, like I don't get it. And even like with this research report, they said that it was only sixteen million dollars, and that each owner last year, um, you know, for through like all the deals and stuff, took home two hundred and twenty-five million dollars profit apiece last year. So like, and it's only sixteen million dollars, and y'all are still trying to be shady on the joint. Like, I mean, come on, I just don't understand these bamas, dog. Like America, Bama's like, like too greedy. So, like, to me, that says whatever, whatever it is, really, that they feel like it's so detrimental to their brand that they don't want it to get out. Like, it got to be bad in order for these Bama's who grossing, like you said, two hundred twenty-five million dollars to be skimping 
And you know, Babs is greedy to begin with, but still, like, is the information that bad? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be coughing up blood at 45, or I ain't gonna be able to remember my last name when I'm 50. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Not, like, but but see that the reason why, like, I say, like, I hear you, but how could it be that bad from the standpoint that you're gonna have the people that are suffered, then you're gonna have people that that don't get it, and that's just what it's gonna be. Like, some people are gonna be lucky where I guess they didn't have as many. You know, blows to the head as the as the next person, and some people might, but they just might not get it. You know, and that's just how it's going to be. So I don't know what could be so egregious that you'd be trying to cover it up. Like this is what we know is going to be the results. I, I guess when you open up the can of worms, then you gotta, cause you we know that certain positions are are at higher risk for head head to head trauma. So once you start going down that path. Then you start labeling certain positions like, oh nah, you don't want to be that position because their their CTE Jonas through the through the roof through the charts. Their Babs like, oh I ain't being no left tackle no more. Like bump that, I be center, but I ain't gonna be left. And then you, okay. you start having people withdraw from certain positions because just by the by the numbers, if you look at the numbers, you look at the you, positions. It's like but this position gets more head trauma than this position. I want to be Harold, a kicker, or I want to do but, this. But Harold, trust, trust and believe, it's always going to be a player that's going to fill out that position because I mean, if they can't be a left tackle or whatever. The high, that, highly, they might say, "I'm gonna slide to the center." Because dog, just face it, like some people, all they have is sports and whatever given sports what has to be. In this case, it's football. So they're going to play it. If you come from, you know, a poor circumstance or these type of uh, uh, impoverished uh, places and football is your ticket out, you're going to play that joint, dog. And you're going to deal with the lo- worry about the long-term effects later. If in the short term, I could potentially get $50 million and set my family up. Yeah, nah, I, I agree that there's still going to be a demographic of people who still subscribe to it. But you got to realize that there is going to be a, a large number of people, too, who will take the information and then act accordingly to it. Like people will withdraw and be like, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play football. I'm gonna pursue this sport. And that it's not even just about the players themselves. It's about the owners looking at it saying, well, we have this pool to pick from of players, this great pool to pick from. Now if you have, let's say a third of those players from that pool decide based on the information that comes out that this is a deterrent for me. Like, I just can't, I don't want to risk my life for this. Even though I come from poor situations, I'd rather try to pursue something else, play basketball or do some other sport because this jump just seems too dangerous to me. Now you got these owners picking from a smaller talent pool and they're like, dang. And they, you know, of course they're trying to, they're trying to win. They're trying to make their teams better. It's all these different things. It's like, you know, then you have a smaller number. We we talk about it all the time, like how the draft has a certain amount of players. You know what I'm saying? Once you get out the first round, second round, you know, Question. you starting to get thin on talent. Go ahead, D. Go ahead, Aaron. You think that's really a factor when in those circumstances, those same circumstances, you got Bamas out here selling dope, shooting right. each other, stuff exactly. in the tech, like, immediately? Yeah, you tripping. Like, I don't think they're going to look at that when you come from that circumstance. I'm not saying that the people that come from those circumstances are going to feel that way. I'm saying that there's a large demographic of people who don't necessarily come from those circumstances that oh, come from yeah, good to come from good homes. But Harold, it's still people that come from good homes that, like, like you know, that still like football is their ticket, you know, and and that's what they're good at, and so that's what they're gonna play. 
You know what I mean? That come from good homes. I mean, it's not. It's not. I don't think we're singling it out. We're just using that as an example. But it, it goes that way for, 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 for good homes as well. I just don't think that, you know, for the people that are the deter, like, overall, it's still going to hurt anything. It's just like I said with cigarette smoking. Like, yeah, it deters some people, but it's still, it's still billion-dollar corporations like these cigarette companies are making this money with their Surgeon General's warning. Football will be but no that, different. That, yes, it's going to take some thing. people away, yeah. but it's still a bunch of people that are going to be lined up, ready to play. I, I would like to I would like to see the numbers on cigarette sales prior to the Surgeon General being mandatory on the back of boxes. If that number went up or if that number went down, but because hell, they hell, fought tooth and nail, hell. they fought tooth and nail to keep that Surgeon General off the back of that box. Of course, and they, they, and they find- Carol, let me ask you this: If, if like, like I said last year, the owners took home two hundred twenty-five million a piece on 30, 32 teams. If that number went down, uh, let's. Of course, they are blown. They're billionaires. They want as much money. We know how greedy, like mostly all of them are. So, but if let's say that number went down, you know, after this to one seventy-five or one seventy, like that's still a lot of money. So like that's that's what I'm saying. Like you're yeah, it might hurt something. It's not gonna stop whoa, them. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Time out, time out. Whitey is not accepting a fifteen percent decrease but it was it was no it was no need it was no need for you to you know what i mean to say that that's why i threw that in as a <laughs> of course they don't of course they don't want to it's not happening though no. i know that yeah i but like you said they fought tooth and nails in the in the in the, in the um industry Bruh. for cigarettes but they lost and it's the same thing that's gonna happen with football and whether they like it or not they might have to suffer a 15%, but it's still 170 million instead of 225. So that's at the end of the day. I didn't say they would like it or that's gonna that they want to accept it, but that doesn't mean that's that it's gonna be stopped. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. They're not gonna accept it. Heads will roll. People will die before they take that kind of hit on their problem. So who 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 died before these companies took these hits? These uh cigarette companies. Philip the people Morrison, smoking the cigarettes. Yeah, I know. I know. And the players that are playing in the NFL are dying. We're talking about owners. But they don't care. We're talking about the, the, the companies. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, companies, like, companies like got kickbacks. Companies CTE, got kickbacks. Yeah, how many times do we got to see a CTE, like a player had CTE that, that killed himself? The latest one, who it wasn't in the football, was Dave Mayer and, and BMX. Like, he's the first person of extreme sports or whatever to take it. Like, they say he has CTE. So, like, you're saying, like, players that die, that's the one uh, benefit that the owners have on their side is the fact that you can't test for CTE until the player is deceased. Because if, if you could do it before, it definitely would have happened before now. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen, and they're going to have to unveil all this stuff. And like I said, uh, it might dwindle uh, the, can pop, I, can the I, playing just, population. Are they going to put that in the NFL player insurance okay. policy, testing for CTE in the insurance policy? Cause Man, I don't know. I mean, they, like I said, they have to test when they did. So I mean, I don't know. What are you about to say, D? I was just going to say, tell y'all that um, cigarette companies did not take any of a loss. Matter of fact, they're the greatest profiting like type of industry oh, in the go. in the world. They they're saying now this is uh, a, a what 2010. The, the cigarette industry was likely to approach a half a trillion U.S. dollars annually, so they're making cake 
That's so, what I'm saying. And, and so, what I'm saying, yeah. it is, regardless of, yeah, the CT stuff, they're trying to hide that or whatever. But at the end of the day, when you're giving guys, you're making guys millionaires who would never think they would ever be a millionaire. You're going to be a millionaire. Imagine coming out of college and you're going to be a millionaire for making no money, ramen noodles with chicken nuggets in a bowl. <laughs> and you know how the struggle is when you're in college to being a millionaire overnight. People so, are just yeah. not going to pass that opportunity up. I'm sorry. Exactly. So if anything, Harold, like what you might see, you might see more players retire earlier. You might see players like and that's what you're seeing, yeah. Seven years, exactly, and that'll be the trend. But as far as people just not playing, like the percentages won't be large enough where the game will be in danger. I think that's what we're just trying to tell you. Because, like I say, I was throwing those numbers out as an example. I didn't have any facts to back it, so I'm glad D looked it up to show show that you know uh, cigarette companies are making even more. So that that could technically, because here's a scenario to look at at the NFL. Like if for all the players who might not want to play once they, if they release all these warnings out, like you, you gonna have people that say, you know what, like, like the fact that you know everybody not a, like you know like man enough to do it or whatever rationale, they be like, yo, I could do that, you know, I could, I could, I could fill that void for all these players that don't want to play. It's gonna be people that you know will want to play always. That's not stopping. Hi. I got it. <laughs> ain't gonna fight y'all no more. My kid ain't playing. That badminton better pick up a, a tennis racket or something. You Golf club. That? I mean, what y'all, what y'all think? What y'all think? <laughs> now, what, <laughs> what y'all think about the idea of you know kids not playing, um, you know, uh, contact or playing flag until like fifteen or thirteen or whatever age? What y'all think about that? I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think that's a good too. alternative. You know, because you're gonna you get just, all the. You just, yeah, I just don't want my child brain rattling around in his helmet. Oh, or, my, man, gets... my brain rattle around every day when I was a kid doing basketball. <laughs> all my beans on the park and everything. Yeah. BMX bikes, skateboarding, rollerblading, bruh. But you know, but you know how high school football is, and they be having the Bamas do the uh, Oklahoma drill and do all that junk. Bamas be getting concussions and be trying to hide it because they don't want to look soft. You know what I'm saying? There's all types of crazy stuff, though. Let's go head up, young. Let's go head up, young. You want to see me have the practice? Let's go head up. Like, just that dumb stuff, dog. Like, young, but by the I time just don't. the kid gets to that age, the technology and then the feminism in America, I feel like stuff would be different at that point. Feminism was probably the wrong word, but kind of yeah, like the, the water. Edit <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, that out. That's so funny how you caught yourself. What? You, like, I just said that. I didn't want to bring attention to it, so I ain't saying anything. I just stayed quiet. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm at The demasculization of America is kind of put it to a point where. Like, by that point, they probably won't even be able to practice for, like, once or twice a week, and it'll probably be almost flag football by the time, you know what I mean, 15, 20 years from now. What's going what's on tap for the day, dog? I'm just glad the sun came out, young. We've been in Seattle, Washington, feel like, for, like, the past two weeks. Yeah, sun is out, shining. What was like? What did it get to? 75, 77 a day? 80, 80, 83 or 80 degrees. What? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, this weekend Memorial weekend coming up this week, man. Y'all got plans? You cooking out, D? 
Uh, follow us at Black Sports 980. At, it's BLK Sports 980. Go on iTunes, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We all over the place. Uh, comments and his tweets, Instagram, whatever, young. Just holler at us. Um, that's our show. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?